Entrepreneur on Fire 532. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Stream audio of all your favorite books on audiobooks.com using your smartphone, tablet, or PC. And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Fire Nation. FreshBooks is a simple online accounting solution built for small business owners just like you. Try FreshBooks for free for 60 days. Visit getfreshbooks.com and enter FIRE in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Vinny Totorich. Vinny, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Vinny has a best-selling book on Amazon called Fitness Confidential. He has a top-rated podcast called America's Angriest Trainer, which was nominated for a podcast award and generates 350,000 downloads every single month. And Vinny, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. I've been doing, uh, I've been in the fitness business for over 30 years. Um, You're actually listening to one of the first personal trainers to actually start in this business. Back in the day, it was people like me and Jake and a couple of other people. Of course, Jake became well known. I decided not to go that route. I'm happy just being a quiet guy, you know, working with my my clients. I have a lot of celebrity clients. Uh, that's been the mainstay of my business. I've been out in California for the past 23 years of that 30-some-odd-year business. And um, that is where my whole business started. You know, I just kind of laid low, went out of my way not to let media or press find me because when you deal with celebrities, the last thing you need is to have the newspapers or the magazines calling you every time these people screw up. So true. And Vinny, when I called you today, I loved your hashtag on Skype and I had to comment about it. No sugars, no grains. And if I could only have my own Vinny here in San Diego that was not allowing me to do the sugars and the grains, I would be in a lot better situation. But you know, we can't all be that lucky. But Vinny, what we do here at Entrepreneur on Fire is really focus on your journey. We're going to go through the whole gamut. But before we do, we always start with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Okay, mine is, is actually uh, from Mark Twain. I'm kind of a Mark Twain fan. but oh, Love it. Uh, here's the quote. Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. And uh, I love that quote because... I've always found in life, while everyone else is zigging, I'm zagging. And that's always seemed to work really well for me. I love that quote for so many reasons. Mark Twain is one of those guys where I could literally just read a book of his quotes all day long. But Vinny, for you, how have you actually applied that mantra in your life? Tell us a quick story. Well, you know, I can tell a gazillion stories, but I'm going to use probably my most recent success. Um, uh, back, you know, back in 2007... I almost died of cancer, and um, and uh, a really funny thing happened. I, I got to live, and um, so I was out of work for six months while I was having that happen. And as soon as I started working again, uh, we had the writer strike in LA. Which, since all my business comes from Hollywood and the Hollywood community, I went from six months of no income to literally losing 
a ton of my clients because everyone was out of work. Everyone had lost their network deals. And right, right when I started to kind of build up some, you know, income again, the, you know, the, the, the strike happened in 08. So it was like one bad thing after another. And instead of getting into a woe is me mode, like everybody else in LA, everybody said, Oh, collateral damage. Oh, we can't make money. Oh, things are bad. Oh, I have to sell my cars. And, I didn't have to do any of that because I'm never extended debt wise. So I was okay with not making money, but I knew I had to make money. And I was sitting in front of my computer and I figured I had two options. I can sit here all day and watch or I can start figuring out how to use this computer to make money. And that's what I did. So Vinny, again, you've obviously had a very impressive journey on so many levels. It's taken you through some highs, some lows, and a little bit in between. So we are going to focus on that. And that's actually where I really want to turn the spotlight to now is, you know, not right now with all the successes that you're having and all these great wins, but let's first talk about a failure, a time that you just fell flat in your face. Like really tell us that story, Vinny, and the lessons you learned. Again, I'm going to use the current example. You know, when I first started, you know, everyone thinks, oh, this guy, you know, just overnight wrote a book. The book became a hit. Oh, he just put a podcast up. The podcast became a hit. You know, before I did all that, I started a a podcast, a, a, a blog, because that was the first thing I knew to do, you know, just start a blog and start writing uh, because I had time on my hands. And the blog, you know, at first was getting zero people and then a few people. And before you knew it, it was 500 people a day. And then before you knew it, it was 100,000 people a month. So obviously, people were loving what I was writing. What I didn't understand was, for some reason, someone came in and hacked my blog. And right when I was getting ready to start monetizing the blog, it was hacked. Um, and, you know, before, you know, I know you're going to ask me about an aha moment because I'm a fan of your your show. Thanks, Vinny. It's <laughs> that at some point. So I don't want to burn the, you know, that part of it. But, you know, that's when I started writing a book because I, I figured at least, you know, if I was writing a book, no one can hack it. And, um, but I didn't really have an idea for a book. And we'll talk about that doing that portion of the thing. But, you know, the blog failed and I felt like, God, you can't do anything without someone just coming in and hacking you. And I tried to crank it up again and I just kind of lost the momentum of the first blog. So I just just made it go away. So that was pretty much a failure for me. So Vinny, wow. I mean, that is going to be so frustrating to have built something that was literally getting zero visitors a day, but you kept at it. You were tenacious. You built it up to hundreds of thousands of views a month. So powerful, massive audience. Then it gets hacked. And there you were, you know, whatever you want to call it, like the collateral damage was happening. And you were just like, where do I start now? And that's what we're going to move into with this next topic, this next segue that you slightly alluded to, which is the aha moment, Vinny. Like, let's really dive into a story of that time that you had that light bulb go off. But let's really talk about the steps you took after that light bulb moment as well to turn it into a success. When that happened to me, when, when the blog was doing so well, um, I, I figured, well, with no advertising, you know, you know, I'm in the toughest, you know, category to be in writing a blog about health and fitness and fat loss and weight loss, you know, because th- those words are hard. It's hard to get to the top of the yes. Google list on those words. And somehow I put enough right things in, in my blog to make that happen. 
And a buddy of mine, uh, Dean Laurie, um, who's a, a big Hollywood writer, producer, he's done movies. Uh, Friday the 13th was one of his movies. Uh, um, Major Pain, uh, My Wife and Kids. Currently, uh, he has, uh, you know, he, he did um, Arrested Development, and now he's got a number one hit comedy on CBS called uh, The Crazy Ones with Robin Williams. I so love I, that. Yeah, he, he's a big wig, and he, it turns out he's one of my best friends. And um, we we would have a drink every Friday night. We go out for a scotch. We're, we're lightweights. We would literally have a scotch, and we would eat some fish at this fish house. And he was a fan of my blog. And I kept saying to him every week, dude, you're just saying that because we're friends. And he's like, and he would start quoting line and verse from my blog because <laughs> it wasn't just about fitness. I threw some of my humor and comedy in it and the whole thing. And he was a fan of my kind of Mark Twain sort of way of writing to right. bring that full circle. And he kept saying to me, you should write a book. And I kept saying, no, I'm not going to write a book, even though I started writing some notes and this and that. He said, why are you so, you know, averse to writing a book? And I said, well, because I don't want to write another one of these crappy fitness books where people are saying you're going to lose 10 pounds in 10 days or you're going to have ripped abs if you read this book. I'm not going to write some prescriptive and it's just not going to happen. And every week he said to me, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And I was kind of halfway taking notes. Well, one week we were walking out of the restaurant and he said, um, you need to read a book. And I said, well, usually you're telling me I need to write a book. Now you're telling me I need to read a book. He says, I want you to read Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. And I literally said, what the F? But I didn't say what the F. I actually used the word. (laughs) I said, I I hate cooking. I I hate anything to do with cooking. Uh, Anthony Bourdain is not my thing. He goes, read that book and call me when you're done. So I went home that night, ordered the book, and in two days, you know, I got it right away. In a couple of days, um, I called him and I said, I know exactly what we have to do. You know, he knew that Anthony Bourdain and I were the same type of guys. We have the same sort of demeanor, the same voice, the same everything. And he wanted me to tell my life story in fitness in a book. And he thought that that would be a good idea. That was our aha moment. It actually happened three days after we originally started talking about the aha moment. And I was halfway through that book and I knew exactly what we had to do. And by the way, that's why we ended up calling the book Fitness Confidential, which, by the way, was exactly what every publisher told us we could not call the book. Can you believe that? What was their reasoning behind that? Well, they had a lot of problems with my book. Number one, um, they thought it was two books in one, which they were correct about. And two of the biggest publishers offered me a two-book deal to cut my book in half and flesh it out in two different directions. And I said no. Uh, and they all said, we, we're not going to call it Fitness Confidential because it's too close to Kitchen Confidential. And we don't want people to think you were copying that style. And I said, well, anyone who's read the other book and would read the first page of this book would realize that I copied exactly that style of of book. (laughs) You know, I didn't copy his words. I have my own story, uh, but he and I are kind of the same type of guy. So they didn't like the title. They didn't like the fact that I put two books into one, which is exactly what Anthony did. And uh, so they all rejected the book. They said, uh, well, 
you know, see you in hell, pal. So we ended up, uh, Dean and I produced a book ourselves. And within a couple of weeks of the book being out with no advertising or anything, we had recouped the $14,000 we put out to self-publish the book. So Vinny, I'm fascinated by this story because I mean, here you are, you're really telling your friend, Dean, like, listen, I'm not going to write a book. I'm not going to write a book. He stays on you. And then he opens your eyes with Anthony Bourdain's book and shows you the path to write your book that's going to impact the world. You go out, you struggle with the different publishers that are out there, so then you do it on your own, you release it. Within a couple of weeks, you've already recouped $14,000. I mean, this is so fascinating. Share with Fire Nation some of the things that you did right during the writing and publishing and promoting of this book. What happened was, before any of that happened, and I know this makes it sound a bit convoluted, but Dean is with the biggest agency in the world because he's a big deal. Now, he's with William Morris Agency, WME. And when we finished the book, Dean took it to them and they said, great book. We can sell this book. The problem is nobody knows who in the hell Vinny is. Right. And, you know, Dean came to me and said, look, you know, they have a problem. No one knows who you are. And I said, yeah, that's by design. They said they can't sell a book like that anymore. People have to have some sort of web presence or, you know, some sort of presence somewhere in media. And, you you know, your name doesn't even come up. As a matter of fact, when they Googled my name, it came up with this guy's website was uh, hacked by the devil because my, my old website was still up there. I didn't unhack it or make it go away. And so they said that unless I got popular on the Internet, that you know, there was no reason for me to even try to put the book out. They couldn't do it. So Dean convinced me to clean up the old site and start writing a blog again. And I knew I would be starting at zero. And I literally wrote about two blogs. And I was really not liking this process. And my nephew back in Louisiana said to me, uh, he goes, why don't you do a podcast? Ooh. And I said, great. What's a podcast? <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I mean, that's exactly. He goes. He goes. Well, he goes. When I was a little kid, and you were still in New Orleans, you had some radio show called Talking Fitness, right? And I said, Yeah, it was very popular. He says, Man, you're going to be a hundred times better than anyone doing a podcast because most of these people are in their mom's basement, yep. kind of ham operated system, and they have no idea what they're doing. You've broadcasted for years. You know what you're doing. You can tell a story. Literally within a week, I started a podcast. Wow, Vinny. So, I mean, take us through this because you were really looking to get this book deal done and you didn't have the social media presence. You didn't have the online presence. So you were going to be going through that really difficult and very noisy world of the blog, trying to rehash and get that up and running again to where, or at least to close to where you had it before those hundreds of thousands of monthly visitors. And it just wasn't resonating with you. It wasn't jiving with you. But then the word podcast appears and you decide, hey, I can do this. I have the broadcast experience. A week later, you've published your first podcast episode. Take us there. Uh, I went to this girl, Anna Vocino, who I knew was a voiceover person who, you know, I, I trained her for exactly one day because someone gave her one training session with me as a birthday gift. Oh. So I had known Anna, and I knew she had a studio in her garage. And I asked her if she would help me put together, 
you know, like five podcasts. I, I, I figured if I had five of them, at least I could spread them out over a couple of months or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we literally walked into a studio one day and spent six hours laying down five hours of broadcasting, uh, podcasting. And I put the first, I put all five of them up right away because I figured if someone liked the first one, they might want to listen to something else. And um, I got Anna to agree to work for free, putting up one podcast a week for, you know, a couple of months so that I could build this up. And I promised her if I sold the book, I would give her some kind of, you know, uh, uh, money when the book came out. And she agreed to it. Um, What we didn't expect to happen was we never did one podcast a week. We started at two a week and we didn't even know what our numbers were for like the first five or six months, but we were putting up two a week. Uh, We had no idea that people were listening or not listening. That's why we were goofing around on it so much. (laughs) We figured no one was listening. Um, Well, someone from Adam Carolla's podcast contacted us and said, you know, you guys, you know, the first month we were, of course, we were on the what's hot or what's new and the new and noteworthy. Yeah. And then we popped up onto the first or second line of the fitness category, um, which we didn't know anything about this. This was going on. I just kept putting up podcasts. So she came to us and said, look, you know, what are your numbers? And we said, we have no idea. We didn't even have lips in at that time. And, uh, she, you know, we, we ended up getting lips and just to see what our numbers were. And at the time, I think we were getting just north of 10 or 11,000 people a month. And I was kind of depressed because that sounded like a really small number. And she told me a lot of people don't get that. Uh, but the number from that point, I guess we were maybe three or four months in at that point, the number just kept growing and growing and growing. Um, I, I'll never forget the month, the first month when we had 100,000 people. I mean, we were like, wow, you know, are we really getting that many downloads now? You know, but it just kept growing that way. It's like the Rose Bowl Stadium, Vinny. Picture that. I, I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's crazy, right? It's so crazy. It's what I love about podcasting. It's what I love about the medium. Because when you were broadcasting back in the days down in New Orleans, you know, you had a certain reach, you know, whatever that channel would broadcast out to. But with Entrepreneur on Fire, and I know with your podcast as well, it's downloaded in literally over 145 countries around the world on a daily basis. And that to me blows me away. It makes the medium so powerful, you know. Your listeners, Vinny, are connecting with you in such powerful ways that some aren't able to do via blogs, via reading, because some people just don't like to consume content in that manner, and you're giving them another opportunity to really connect with you. So it's so powerful. And Vinny, I just want to ask this question, because you've had a lot of great accomplishments in life, but if you could boil it down, what would be your proudest entrepreneurial moment? When I was a young kid, uh, there was this Italian guy in my hometown that used to have firecracker stands. In Louisiana, you could sell fireworks on the 4th of July and at Christmas. And I went to work for him because he he only kept those stands up because he was putting his last of three sons through medical school. And uh, he was an older gentleman. And I worked for two or three years when I was 11, 12, 13 um, with his older son and, and his firework in his firework stand. And then after that year, he was going to shut it down forever. And I went to the, the Italian gentleman and I said, can I keep, can I take over the business? Can I 
buy the stand from you. And he said, oh, those old stands aren't worth anything. If you can get your dad to, to drag it away with his pickup truck, you can have it. I said, yeah, but how will I be able to buy the fireworks to put in the stands? And that first uh, year, he went with me to, um, to Baton Rouge and, uh, and, got, and vouched. You know, he, did, he, he told the guy that owned the, the wholesaler, he vouched for me. And they gave a young kid, I think, $10,000 of fireworks. And uh, I started a business. And by the time I was 15, I was making, at Christmas time, easily $15,000 after I paid everything back. <laughs> um, you know, and I would go back two or three times. You know, my dad would have to drive me to Baton Rouge. I would take my money and buy more fireworks and come back. And all my friends would laugh at me sitting in that stand saying, come on, man, it's Christmas time. Well, let's go have some fun. Let's go do something. We can, we can chase some chicks and do all this stuff. And I was like, no, I'll just sit here. Uh, you know, I'll just sit here and freeze my butt off. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and uh, none of them ever realized that a 15-year-old kid in a two-week period was bringing in fifteen, sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars $17,000 some years. And you just kind of kept it on the down low a little bit? Yeah, you know, my, you know, my parents took it, put it in a bank account, and uh, that was all absorbed by the time I went to college. But And I had a college scholarship, but on top of the scholarship, it does cost money to live in a different city when you go to college. Um, that money was pretty much absorbed by the time I graduated college. So, Vinny, let's talk about today. Let's talk about present times because you have some pretty awesome things going on. I mean, let's be honest. Fitness Confidential is crushing it. America's Angriest Trainer. You were nominated for a podcast award. Share with Fire Nation, what's got you fired up right now? By the way, did, you won the award in your category, right? Oh, you had to bring that up, Vinny. <laughs> you did win, right? No, I, I also was nominated, but I did not win. I thought you got it because I, I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, John, you know, he got this because I'm a big fan of your show. Thank and- you. It, everybody thought we were going to get it, and but Abel James got it, and right. I, I thought that was if we didn't get it, I wanted to see him get it because uh, you know I actually forgot your question. Just on that note, too, is like no, thank you for that. I appreciate you being a fan of the show. Abel is a great guy, so I mean, if anybody's going to win, I'm really happy that if not you, then him, because it's great to see people that are just running their own podcast, running their own show, which was kind of frustrating for both Pat Flynn and myself, who were both nominated and had a huge contingent of listeners and fans at the podcast awards, who actually were kind of so frustrated that when they announced that, like. NPR one, they started to boo. And <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I was one of the people booing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so very interesting. But yeah, Vinny, my question is: Listen, you just have a lot of exciting things going on. I mean, Fitness Confidential, America's Angriest Trainer. What really has you fired up right now? Uh, the potential. You know, uh, I, I used to hate when coaches would say, "You know, this kid has potential. That kid had potential. You know, everyone has potential." But it's the person who takes the potential and uses the potential, you know, to better themselves. I've always lived by that. And right now, the potential, you know, people are all excited about Fitness Confidential because it's been a best-selling book. It, it sells like hotcakes on, um, on uh, Amazon. Right now, uh, what's the date today, John? I don't even know. The, what, what's our date? Today, it is April 6th, Vinny. Okay, I can say this. My book is up for an Audi Award. Uh, Audible.com puts up awards for the best books that year. I'm a top five finisher. I don't know if I've won it yet or not, but 
here's a guy who grew up with a speech impediment who, you know, read his own book on audible.com, a book that I was, I was laughed at by the book companies. They said, there's no way you're going to even sell a hundred of these things. We sell thousands and thousands of these books to the point where, you know, it's not about audience appreciation. They go by numbers. Right. And I'm one of the top five finishers in that category. That's potential. You know, that's, that's what we're talking about here. People are paying attention. Um, and I'm not so, you know, the book is one thing. The audible book is, is one thing. And the podcast, the potential of the podcast is what excites me. And we have the podcast. We have VinnyTotaries.com. We're getting ready to, right now I'm in, a, in the midst of adding so much content there because now that we have an audience, you know, we have 350,000 downloads. I, I would be bragging if I told you what came to VinnyTotaries.com per day to look for information that they can't find right now. But the potential is right there. I'm getting ready to put all of this content up. I sit here every day, all day, building this content just to give this to people, just to hand it out. And a lot of it, most of it is going to be for free. So anyone who wants to lose weight can go there and lose weight for free. You know, I love that potential. I mean, Fire Nation, I hope you're listening right now to Vinny's passion, to his drive, to just his generousness of giving this content away for free. And here you have a guy who, you know, had a speech impediment growing up, and now he has one of the top downloaded podcasts in the world. He's up for an Audi for audible.com for selling thousands and thousands of his own book that he wrote that got rejected by every publisher out there. And then he had to publish it himself. And now it's one of the top downloaded audible books. I mean, Fire Nation, if this doesn't get you fired up, I mean, what does? I mean, find your passion, marry that passion with a lot of hard work, a lot of drive. And these are the results that you can see. So Vinny, I tip my hat to you, my friends. And we're about to dive into the lightning round, but before we do, let's thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, it's tax time. And if you're not using FreshBooks, your life is a mess right now. Hunting for receipts, digging through invoices, going through every record one by one, the worst. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that makes tax time a breeze. With FreshBooks, you can create professional looking invoices, capture and track expenses, get real-time business reports with just a couple of clicks, work from anywhere with FreshBooks, mobile apps for your phone, and your tablet. The sooner you start using FreshBooks, the sooner you can start focusing on the work you love. Focus on your work, Fire Nation, not your paperwork. Right now, FreshBooks is giving Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial to make tax time a breeze. To get started, visit getfreshbooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Visit getfreshbooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up. You probably heard me say more than once on Entrepreneur on Fire that the best thing you can do right now is just start. Just start listening, that is. Right now, audiobooks.com is offering Fire Nation your first book for free. No strings attached. Audiobooks.com offers a great selection of titles. In fact, their entire library holds over 40,000 titles. You can find great business reads to keep you motivated and focused like Crush It and Utility. And the major benefit of listening to audiobooks is that you can take them anywhere you go. All you have to do is download them to the audiobooks.com app on your Apple or Android device for offline listening. 
If you check out audiobooks.com and like what you see, they also offer some amazing membership benefits like one audiobook per month plus 33% off each additional title you listen to. So head on over and sign up to get your first book for free today at audiobooks.com slash fire. And we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Go. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I've always worked for myself. So nothing, you know, was holding me back. I was doing, you know, when you take it back to when I was 13 years old, I was selling fireworks. You know, um, you know, I've never been held back. You know, the only time I've ever been held back is sometimes I'll tell my, I'll just tell myself, ah, I can't do this or I can't do that. And the reason I didn't want to do the whole thing on the internet was I really don't know how to use a computer. So if there was anything holding me back from the current iteration of what I'm doing, I'm a 51-year-old guy who kind of missed that whole computer thing. That's what was holding me back. I, I don't really know how to type, but I got around that. I figured it out. Vinny, what's the best advice you've ever received? One of the, the biggest guys over at Converse Tennis Shoes, a guy named Joe Dean, he died, um, he died about a month ago. I, I flew back to Louisiana to his funeral. He was also the guy who took LSU from being just an average sports school to making it the football and basketball power it is today. He told me as a young kid uh, when I was an athlete, uh, he said, uh, always take the garbage out. And I asked him what that meant. And he says, have you ever opened the cabinet and saw the garbage can was, was just filled to the brim and you tried to teeter a soda can right on the top of that, that, that pile of garbage and close the door so it could become the next person's problem? And I said, yes, sir, Mr. Dean, I've done that a lot in my life. He said, the next time you open that, garbage, that door for that garbage can and you see that garbage can is full, don't make it anyone else's responsibility. Take the garbage out. And those words are written in Fitness Confidential. I didn't close that book out without putting that quote by Joe Dean. Wow. Vinny, love it. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Waking up early and never staying in bed. I, I, never, I never go, I, okay, I'll get another 15 minutes. When the alarm goes off, I get right out of bed. And uh, that's the impetus of my entire day every day. You know, get out of bed right now. And you know, I do everything right now. It's never, you know, put off till tomorrow. And that starts every morning when I wake up. It doesn't get any easier. You hit that snooze button. It's not any easier to get out of bed 15 minutes later. <laughs> no, it, it, no, it actually, in my opinion, you know, on the occasion when I have done that, it's made it worse. That's how I learned never to do that. Uh, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote, Vinny, that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? This is going to sound like I just made this up, but Facebook. <laughs> there are groups on Facebook now that they're called uh, Vinny Tortoriches, No Sugars, No Grains. Uh, there's a Vinny Tortoriches, No Sugars, No Grains. Ladies, uh, UK Vinny Tortoriches, No Sugars, No Grains for people over in England. Uh, there's about six or seven Vinny Tortoriches, No Sugars, No Grains. And I don't own any of those groups. But some of them have as many as three or 4,000 people in them. What? And they're all talking about all things you know, that I talk about on the podcast, and they're all helping each other. And I, I show up every now and then. And as a matter of fact, my comments don't get nearly as many 
you know, comment. Some, some of these things will get two and 300 people commenting on them. I might get 40 or 50. They, they don't even care about me. Vinny, get out of here. This is for the ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I'm one of the few guys in the ladies group, and that's a closed group. Um, but, yeah, I love Facebook for that. I love the fact that you can, uh, you can interact with people. You know, people ask me questions from all over the world every day on Facebook. And I get to answer these questions and give them information. I used to only be able to help like 10 people a day. <laughs> right. it's, like, it's crazy great. Oh, I love that. And Vinny, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to all of these resources and everything we're talking about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Vinny. And Vinny, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, and Fitness Confidential is absolutely on the show notes page already, what would it be? Can I give you two books and you can pick whichever one you want because both of these books I love. Go. The first one I've read over and over and over in my life, the first time I read it, I was 12 years old laying in a body cast because I had broken my leg in a football game. It was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Love it. I've probably read that book 15 or 20 times. I'm not exaggerating the 15 or 20 times. And the other one is The Millionaire Next Door. I, I find that kids today just have no idea what to do when they do make money. Love both of those books. And I have a question for you, Vinny. Have you listened to the audiobook Outwitting the Devil? No, I haven't. It's by Napoleon Hill. It was locked in an archive for 70 years because they thought it would be too confidential. And then it was just released in 2011, again, by the Napoleon Hill Foundation, Outwitting the Devil. James Earl Jones is the devil's voice in this audiobook. It will blow you away. You, 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 did you hear the paper rubble? <laughs> I grabbed a piece of paper. I will be, I will be buying that book later today. Oh, you got to get the audio version. It's amazing. I would love to hear, Vinny, how you liked it. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one or Outwitting the Devil for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Vinny, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, I would literally sit down and start writing a blog. Um, That would be number one. Uh, number two, um, you said I had food and shelter, right? So Taken I, care of. Okay. Yeah. I would spend the money on, uh, you know, as little as I can on making sure I had internet connection because, uh, if you have information to get out in this day and age, um, and you can pay for internet service, you can make a living. I'm, I'm completely convinced of that. Vinny, wow. I mean, who is not inspired by what you've done in this life that you have been given? I know that I am. I know there's obviously tens of hundreds of thousands of people around the world in the Facebook groups, downloading Fitness Confidential, listening to the world's angriest trainer. I mean, you name it. Hashtag no sugars, no grains. I'm on board. And Vinny, let's end this on a high note. Give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. The best way you can find me is at vinnytotteries.com. And I, I will tell you guys this. 
I'm getting ready. I've just spent a lot of money to upgrade that website. So there's going to be tons of information in the next three or four weeks. So but by the time you guys hear this, it will be out there and buy the book Fitness Confidential on Amazon or get the audio book. People seem to like that audio book. <laughs> and Vinny, one parting piece of guidance. Never quit. And I, I you know, my, my, the love of my life, um, during the, the recession, you know, she, she was an actress. She's older now, so she doesn't work as much. She started uh, doing real estate during the worst possible time to do real estate in Southern California. And every day when she wanted to quit, I would just look at her and say, honey, never quit. Uh, she is number three in an office of uh, 250 people at Sotheby's now. She's the number three agent, and it's because she never quit. Wow. Well, Vinny, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about, your website, your book, the audio book, your podcast at eofire.com. Just enter the word Vinny in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Vinny, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Fire Nation, are you using webinars to sell your products, to build your email list, to grow your brand awareness? Why the heck not? I know that can be scary, but with Webinar on Fire, we take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. Podcasters Paradise did over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in just four months. And on this free live workshop, we'll show you how you can start hosting your webinar today. Webinaronfire.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 